cliffcentral.com Eh dumelamba hezu ena ke nako ya sipping tea honwati lengwa neno a ke mogatanga holo ba ke tshumi moraki eh monana re abua ke bwantshotsohle ha ho monwana o re sa o nyekeng ha ho matrasi o re sa o petroling ha ho stupu se re sa se politching ha e ka neng ditabatsa le nane o dithulana le maikutlo a hao eh ka nete ke taba o re o nyolosa gohlo o ye ka mane ka dipuding o dula o geletsa tsi le tla lo hahle o lukise monahano mo re abua re bua puo pha tumi ha ba shwe Zania is burning, Azania is burning. Senzenina, what have we done? Eh? Senzenina, guys. Hmm? It started off as we want higher education. We want to all have fair access to it. Senzeni. Yo. Mina, I am unable to can. Hmm? I am unable to can. Welcome. Welcome to Sipping Tea with myself, Dumi Murake. Yeah. Look, I'm having a really rough morning. I'm, I'm having... It's actually a rough week. And it doesn't help. It doesn't help when, you know, the church... That we've been going to since we were students at Wits. And the church I have gone and baptized my children in. I find out that, you know, when, when students decided that, no, let's run in here for safety. That police decided to flex muscle on them. I mean, I don't know how many people saw Animal Farm um, at the market theater. And how many people were shaken to the core by how the current situation in this country very much mimics what's happening in that play. I don't know when people are going to realize that we are starting to see the same images that we saw during apartheid happening now. I ju- I'm actually, I'm gobsmacked. I, 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 I don't understand, hey? I don't understand. I don't understand cops who feel the need to drive a military vehicle that close, at that speed, threateningly towards a man of the cloth, and then to shoot that man of the cloth with rubber bullets. I don't understand if there's a message in that and what that message was supposed to be. I don't even understand 
how we how are we here, guys? How did we get to burning buses and and shot up priests and students throwing rocks and half naked girls? Um, oh, yeah, Azania's burning, guys. I've literally consciously avoided the news for a while because I just feel like I'm gonna be that ostrich. Well, apparently, actually, ostriches don't actually put their heads in the sand. But allow me to figuratively say, let me be that ostrich with my head in the sand. Because it's a bit much, eh? It's a bit much. What's what's the solution? What's going to happen? What, what are we waiting to see? Are we... Are we waiting to see another... Marigana and another level of that um, before somebody goes, okay, let's all take a time out. Let's figure this thing out properly. And who, who, who do we point the finger at actually? Cause I feel like things don't just escalate naturally. It's not, it's not organic. It is not organic. There are people who can keep things level headed, who can control where things go and who can foresee that yeah this won't end well you know let's let's try and avoid that uh, um scenario so who are these people who are also taking advantage and riding on the passion the anger and the pain of the people who are fighting for a just cause i don't understand I also don't understand the the logic of 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 defacing property and destroying when you are saying your fight is about building. You know, you confuse me. I get lost, me. You off ramp, and um, but me, I'm still on the same highway. I thought we were, our end point was over there, but you've taken an off ramp, and now I don't know. I don't know, must I slow down, must I change lanes, must I keep going, must I take the next off ramp and just go home? I don't know. I let the people who, I don't know, I just feel like I'm not the person to talk about this right now. Plus, I'm not feeling well, guys. I've had a headache for like two days. It's bordering now on, I know it's a migraine now. I know it, it graduates, I'm sure, after 24 hours from a headache to a migraine. I have a migraine. I have my, you know, the, the tiniest piece of my heart at Vids. Although, to be honest, I've never really spoken fondly of Vids because I, I personally, when I was there as a student in need, I didn't find it supportive at all. Um, you know, I, I, I literally had to claw my way through school. So I'm not even standing in defense of Vids. But at the same time, I'm sad of what it could become. You know, I hope they sort this thing out because uh, <sighs> I think we have enough problems, guys. Yeah, this country has been busy this year. I think I don't know how old is how old is democracy now? Eh, since ninety four, it's twenty seventeen. So it's a pretty grown up. But uh, I feel like like South Africa this year, particularly since January non-stop has been this two-year-old that has been throwing this tantrum. South Africa has been throwing a Mursa tantrum this year. 
and nobody's giving it a time out. No one is sending it to the naughty corner. No one is 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 hugging it tight and making it calm down. And and at this point, we we have reached that level of tantrum where actually we can't give it a time out. We do. You need to grab that two year old and hug that two year old tight tight and it will resist it will resist and eventually it will begin to calm down this shit is real yeah anyway and then in this little world of my own world guys like i've got this i don't understand how I can have a headache for so long. But I know that today what made it worse was that um, in the middle of the night, I think it was around midnight, close to midnight, um, my my baby's nanny uh, got a call and she was told that her grandmother had passed away. Um, and, you know, a lot of us were raised by our grandparents, uh, very much like this lady was also raised by her grandmother. And, you know, so it was the whole thing of we spent the whole night, you know, comforting her, making sure she's okay. Um, and then obviously this mo- this morning, eh, you know, that tough time now where you have to take off your, your boss hat and, and go, this is not just my employee. This is, you know, this is someone who's raising my children with me. Whether you like it or not, that's what an any is. Eh? They're not just some person out there. It's not the same as your accountant or your gardener or your, um, you know, it's 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 close to the bone. It's it's home. It's you're because you you're raising human beings. You're shaping people when you're raising children, and the people who take care of them, their nannies, are part of that, and they're part of your family. So it's, it, we were all quite sad with her and for her, and I'm still sad for her. You know, and then this morning I had to take off my boss hat and be like, this person has to go home, you know, Um, because, you know, people of the soil, you don't just bury someone. I can't say, "Okay, good. You can leave on Friday. You'll make it in time for the funeral on Saturday and uh, we'll see you back here on Sunday. Okay, because uh, we are all people and we know how the culture works. So, yeah, man. You know, and it's very expensive to go home as well for her. So there was the, then we must now decide, are you loaning her the money to go home and do what she needs to do? Or are you giving her the money as a contribution? You know? Um, and then when you resolve that one, then it's the, when am I letting you, I understand you have to go and, you know, this is serious, whatever. But I, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready for a full-time parenting yet. That's not how I planned my week. Excuse me. So, yeah, man. Had to make that tough choice with her husband. Um, so, it means I actually can't even afford to be sick now, hey? Because now the conclusion was... Her siblings are leaving today. She may as well leave with her siblings because she's also got some stuff that they need. So, now they're all gone. So, now I'm going to be a full-time mom. Until Saturday, because Saturday I leave for Australia and I'm going to be gone for like a good two weeks. I'll be in Australia and then I'm going to be in New Zealand and then I'm going to come back home. Right. I know who does that to themselves. Right. But isn't it I like money? So I'm going away to go earn myself some Australian dollars. Um, yeah. So 
now I'm like half here, half going, yo, how am I going to navigate this space of the three kids and still do the little bit of work I have? Because, you know, in between, I've got your odd voiceovers, I've got your odd publicity stuff, I've got meetings, and you're like, okay, at least they're in school the whole day, but I must get them ready for school. I must, when they come back, be ready for them, make sure <laughs> I'm there to feed them, bath them, entertain, get them to bed ready for the next day. You know, these things. Like, I've I've said it once and I'll say it again. I wasn't naturally born with the right skill set for raising children. I, I, it just, it does not, guys, it does not come naturally to me. Mothering. I corner. It's something that I, I have painfully learned to do, you know? And, and that's why I've come to appreciate, um, the nannies I've, I've had, you know, save for one who I nearly killed because she drank while watching my youngest, who at the time was about two months old. And this woman was literally drunk. And make first, she tries to make my child uh, a nan with cold milk, with cold water. I mean, and I'm I'm like, what? WTF? Because I I pump like I, that was when I was still breastfeeding exclusively, right? So I'd pumped milk; it was frozen. So she decided fetching my milk from the freezer and defrosting it is gonna take her too long. She'd rather just make the child some nan. Eh, me and nearly lost it, eh? Then. The baby eventually goes back to sleep because somebody else takes the baby from her and they keep her away from the baby. The baby falls asleep. She sneaks in the bedroom to go wake up the baby. I had to be physically restrained, physically restrained from beating her up. Like what's wrong with me though sometimes, right? Because then I want to get in there. Me, I'm, I'm that girl, eh? And I think it's because I'm not, I don't handle emotion very well. I just feel like, why must we emote and over emote? Why must we have 10 million years of conversation when a single punch to the face, to the throat, to the sternum can just say something? Eh? Just a whoppa, bitch slap, what, what, you know, can, it can wake someone up. You know, it's, it's a rechmaker. I, I, I like to call it a rechmaker, a smack. It's like a rechmaker. It just sobers you up real fast. You understand? When you're doing dumb shit. So yeah, man, that's the week I'm having. And to top it all off, today, um, is day one of, um, a weight loss regime that I just started. Because what happened is I lost a lot of weight. And then I plateaued and then I started gaining weight again. Um, and, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, let me try something different. Let me try something different. Let me actually go on a proper regime that, that focuses on what I'm eating on top of what I'm doing. Cause the big thing for me was moving and just cutting out stuff, but not eating a specific way. It was just the, let's cut out the stuff we know is bad. Let's focus more on doing what's good. And let's just keep the body moving, keep the body moving. So what made me decide, let me try something else is I have, I have seen three people now who've been on this regime thing and it's incredible. Like, my one friend, right, Ida, is the thinnest I've ever seen her. In fact, I, I'm sure the only time I've seen her that thin was when she was showing me pictures of herself when she was in uni. And she is, how old is she now? I think she's 40. Yeah, she's 40-something, 40, 40-something. 40, 40 and she looks fantastic, you know? 
and my late sister-in-law as well. I mean, she'd been big from the time I met her. Like since forever, she'd been big in all of her pictures. You just see that this person, even throughout high school, she was the chunky girl, right? And she also went on this thing. And when she passed on, guys, she was like half of who she was when I'd met her. So I was like, well, this is worth doing, you know? And so wish me luck. In the next four weeks, I'll report back and tell you how I'm doing. Because apparently in four weeks time, I will see my first significant difference. Per week, apparently, I'll always see I'll, there will be a difference. I may not notice it, but they're saying after four weeks, you will know this. So I'm trying to push to get to my goal weight um, by Christmas because then hopefully by Christmas, <laughs> I can play a little bit in the land of the, of the debaucheras. Because that's, that, I mean, come on, we all know festive season. And, you know, festive season for me is even harder because that's my birthday, my husband's birthday, Jesus's birthday, my, my, my dad's birthday very soon after. So there are already four reasons for debauchery, which are either of the liquid kind or of the food kind, but it all becomes a big combination, including not to be excluded New Year's. So, I am trying to make sure I look fantastic. Am I aiming for a bikini body? No. Why would I want to wear a bikini during the people? Uh, no. I don't wear... Uh, no. No. But I want a nice swimming costume body. Yes. Why do women never just say, I'm working on my swimming costume body, on my full bodysuit body? That's what I'm working on. My full bodysuit. I want to be thick. I like thick. I like... Even when I look at, um, you know, those girls on Instagram, and I know there are many, half naked and naked ones. My favorite ones are always the ones with with curve. And, 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 and you know, ooh, those ones who just look like they're a box of biscuits away from fat but they are not they're because the box of biscuits didn't happen it's just the right level like they're like ah you know he's like eh, woo, eh, just enough you got just the right size you know so i'm hoping to get to that because also come on i if i was thin i, I might look sickly also you don't want to i'm a yellow bone imagine me yellow okay i'm not a yellow bone but i mean i'm slightly yellow ne? now imagine this margarine girl who is just out of balance and thin no I don't want that. I just want to be nice and trim. I I want the body I had in uni. Because that body, I hated because I was like, oh, I don't like this body. I want to be thin. Now, I'm like... I'm like sending love back notes to that body and I'm apologizing for being such a terrible lover to that body because that was actually a very nice body. That's the body I had when I still played soccer. I had a very active lifestyle. You know, I was, I was, I was playing soccer at Vits. I was playing with, uh, for the, the Vits girls team. I was playing for my race team. I was doing drama. So there was a lot of physical stuff going on. You know, we had movement. Um, you know, so I was, I, I had a nice boat, guys. That body, I liked that body. And then I didn't appreciate it. And then it went away. It left me for someone else. I don't know that, like, you know? And then now here I am with this body going, oh, but Bori, please take me back. So that's the regime I'm on. Now, going back to the fact that now I don't have a nanny for a week. I have one of two choices, right? I can throw money at the problem, which is get a stand-in, get a stand-in, you know, because there's always that one nanny you know 
who you can call up and be like, hey, hey, are you still looking for a plan? Can you come and help me out for a couple of days? And then that thing is parked, right? But then you have to reteach them the kids' routine, etc., etc. You don't even know if the kids will still like her. It's, it's touch and go. Or if I'm continuing to do this thing by myself, how am I going to be eating properly and feeding my kids? They eat nice food. I'm, I do, how am I going to survive? There are Lulus, Lulus being noodles, and there are Labbit tea, Labbit tea being Nesquik. And how am I going to survive? They are mommy, me, I want pizza. I want to make pizza. And then they make pizza. And you know, when you're making things, you want to taste and taste. And then next thing you're like, ah, I must start again. I start afresh. So this is going to be rough because that is also there. Yes, that is also hands on, but we need to tag team because that is also working. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the joy of being a freelancer. So I don't know guys, but me, me, I'm visualizing that body. I'm visualizing that body because I realize that um, there's so many things that I had visualized that I've realized and um, I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware until recently. And it always happens in bits and pieces. Um, years ago, after I got kicked out of vets because I didn't have the money to pay vets, I, I created a mood board. I created a mood board and that mood board was for me to remind myself what I'm trying to do when I, are we, yeah? Sorry. See, I'm speaking here to my tech lady and I thought I was doing something wrong. I'm doing nothing wrong. God. So anyway, like I was saying, mood boards. So what I did is I did this thing because um, often you'll find that if you have to off ramp a little bit to refuel or regroup, you sometimes get back on the road, but you forget which direction you were going in. And then you end up going you end up completely elsewhere, you know? So what I did um, in 2003, 2004, it was actually, yeah, it was the beginning of 2004. I went and um, I had a picture. I, I took out a picture of um, an award and I put it there because I said I want to win awards for my comedy. And I, at the time, I wasn't even thinking a stand-up comedy thing. I was like, I want to get me a Grammy, an Amy, not a Grammy, sorry, an Amy or an Oscar. But I was going, I want, I want to be recognized for my work, you know? So I had that picture. I had a picture of this house with a fountain in front of it with, with these stairs that lead up with this cute little palisade situation. And it was gorgeous, big green lawn. I took a picture of that. I put it there. Um, at the time I had a, a, a checkbook, <laughs> I know, right. Um, which, which had come with my FNB bank account and in it, I wrote 7,000, no, 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 I'm lying. It wasn't 7,000 rand. I wrote 30,000 rand and I wrote it out to Verts university and I stuck it there. I didn't have that kind of money in there. I stuck it there. I also... Um, I had a picture of, I had a picture of kids. I had a picture of a girl with a really hot body. I remember it was a tennis player. It wasn't any of the Williams sisters though, but I just remember that I, there was this picture of this 
tennis. I don't know if it was a model or just a proper tennis player. And I put it there. And these are all, it was body, body weight goals, all this stuff, you know, um, of the nice life that I want to live. I even had a picture of a BMW, <laughs> um, there because I was like, oh, I want to drive my car. I want to, you know, and I look at it now. I mean, this is now more than 10 years later. And I was outside in my yard, in the front, looking at my house and goosebumps, goosebumps and proper choking on my heart when I realized that the front of my house resembles that house. Literally, especially because you know what? In a rare find, we our house came with a little fountain in the front. It's not as grand as the one in the picture that I had on my mood board. <laughs> but it, you guys do not understand the feeling when you realize that you've done what you set out to do. And I saw that. And I thought about my, my Comics Choice Award. And I thought, oh my gosh. To me, you've... You've gone and piece by piece lived that mood board. I've bought that beamer. And I, I honestly, there was a point where I was like, ah, why must I be a, buy a BMW? Everybody's going to say, oh, you're such a typical black. Just because now you're making money, you buy a BMW. And I thought, actually, I don't care. It's the car I've always loved. It's the car I'm going to buy. And, and I got one. You know what I mean? Um, I paid vets in full. Oh yes, there was also a picture of 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 of, of a graduate that a, a graduate there. So I I also yes, I had a picture of that, and I've graduated, and I paid vets their money, and I paid for my degree so I could finish it. You know what I mean? Like I, I achieved so many of those things. I have the family, I have the kids. It's insane. Although the kids went too far. Because the plan was for the two and there's three. So I overdid that. I overachieved perhaps or overshot it. <laughs> but, um, it just, it just, it's, it's, it's amazing to go, wow, look how far I've come. Because, uh, about, I think it was three, four years ago, I also found an old diary of mine where I had, um, written after watching my first blacks only show that I'm going to do that. That there isn't any woman who's impressing me so much that I realize it's a huge gap. I can jump in there and I know I can blow this comedy thing out of the water. Look at me now. Look at me now. So when people say put it out in the universe, I really think you should put it out to the universe. Because I was putting it out to the universe without even realizing I'm putting it out to the universe. To me, I was just making sure I have a visual reference of where I'm trying to go. And I wonder if people are doing that for the, for themselves. And I wonder if, should we do a mood board for South Africa? Maybe because there's so much negativity, there's so much pulling us down, there's so much making us forget the potential of this country, that maybe we should for South Africa to have a mood board. And don't worry, those of you who do listen to my show regularly, I do know that I mentioned I'm going to find South Africa's love language. I'm still on it. I'm still... I'm finding our love language. But in the meantime, I actually do feel like we, we need, we need, we need to build the South African spirit, you know? I mean, I look at places like America and I mean, America has been, it's built on a, some bullshit. Like it's, it, it is great hard work, you know, beautiful country, hey, 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 powerful superpower, but 
you do know that it is built also on a lot of ugliness and corruption and BS. But the people in it, the Americans don't treat it that way. They treat it like this precious Amazing thing that everybody wants to be a part of. Why can't we as South Africans find that? That even at our worst, we pull out those mood boards and, and say, this is where we're trying to go. Let's remember, this is the aim. Hey, why wh- wh- can we do that? Actually, can we do that? Can we, can we give this country a mood board? Can we give this country a little bit of hope? Hey, Something something that reminds us why we are so great. Because we actually are freaking great. We are an amazing people, South Africans. And and we need... I mean, when I, when I go back to this thing I was saying to you about my mood board, I'm going, I, I'm living the South African dream. My dream was based here. My dreams were not outside the borders of where I am right now. And that wasn't limited thinking. That was me going, this place is limitless. It's, it's, th- there is no limit to how far, how big, how amazing, how, geez, how, 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 uh, fulfilled and fulfilling this country can be, you know? So I, I think we all, now more than ever, we need to as a country just go, yeah. We're jumping in there. We're pulling up our best. Huh? Let's take some time and say, man, let's just do what we need to do so we can do what we want to do. Let's get some shit. Let's get some positivity done. Hey, because I look at the US and I look at this Trump conversation and I go, this is the country that's a superpower. This with that blithering idiot. Who's actually built traction? Like, well, how many of us we were laughing, going, "Hey, this thing is crazy. This guy is trying to be the president of America." Like Americans are that stupid. That will never happen. Ah, what's happening now? What's happening? Eh, eh, eh. And then you will find one or two gems, one or two gems in America who will then go, "Hold on, hold on. We, we haven't all lost our minds. We haven't all lost our minds." <laughs> My favorite one being Robert De Niro. Now, Robert De Niro, apparently, was asked to give a neutral message. Just something, say now something neutral about Donald Trump. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm on Robert's side and I believe he gave them, um, what, what am I going to call what he gave them? He gave them what was neutral in his view. <laughs> I think, the way he really feels and what he expressed is a neutral version of of how he feels. So what I'm going to do is I just want I want to play you this clip because it made my day because I was doubting at that in that time in that moment I was hugely doubting the US. And um I watched this and it just made my day. I mean he's so blatantly stupid he's a punk he's a dog he's a pig he's a con a bullshit artist a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about doesn't do his homework doesn't care thinks he's gaming society doesn't pay his taxes he's an idiot colin powell said it best he's a national disaster he's an embarrassment to this country it makes me so angry that this country has gotten to this point that this fool this bozo has wound up where he has he talks how he wants to punch people in the face. Well, I'd like to punch him in the face. 
This is somebody that we want for president? I don't think so. What I care about is the direction of this country. And what I'm very, very worried about is that it might go in the wrong direction with someone like Donald Trump. If you care about your future, vote for it. Halala, Robert, you halala. Hey, Robert for president. Let me go sip some tea. Not everyone who likes cars is a petrol head. Some of us prefer the unmotoring side of cars. Yet we all spend so much time in these machines that they've become an extension of our personalities and reflect quite a bit about who we are and where we are in our life stages. On Auto Central, we understand this. Make sure you're up to speed with all things motoring by tuning into Auto Central every Monday morning at 9 a.m. just after the Gareth Cliff Show or download the podcast on autotrader.co.za. Auto Central, motoring's biggest power hour. Powered by Auto Trader. That's why I shouldn't sing. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this morning is a very challenging morning for me. Yeah, see. Ah, oh. thing is, I can't take any more brufen, man. You know, brufen like proper attacks. It attacks your system. It attacks. I think it's your liver that gets into trouble. When you're overdoing the, the, the brufen. So I don't know. But because I, I, if I take one more grandpa, I'm going to look like I'm schnaffing. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'll be fine. So one of the other things that have been playing on Timmy Miraki's mind that she wanted to sip tea about before she woke up to a bending azania and then got, completely got derailed in her thoughts um, was the whole... Um, What's it called? Uh, International Day of the Girl. International Day of the Girl. And um, in this International Day of the Girl, which happens to be today, um, you know, they they actually started off. I was I was reading about it online, and the you know the opening remark was, "If you make it into the world, you've already achieved something as a girl." And it's interesting, man. Because I was thinking about how um, when when I had my first baby, um, when we'd bump into friends or family who would ask, um, um, you know, what are we having? Uh, and they were told it's a boy. They congratulate my husband like, wow, what an achievement. Woo! And, you know, it's impressive, you know. Um, and even when I had the second boy, they're like, yo, you're powerful. Like, you're just banging out the men. And I'm like, eh, okay. Um, let's see what happens when I get the girl. And then I did get the girl. And the girl was like, oh, cute. Oh, so you're closing you're closing the situation with a girl. And I'm thinking, how? What happened to, yes, a girl, finally. Woohoo! Where's that celebration? You know, because the only place I got that celebration was actually in Ghana. Um, and, and in Ghana, you know what the ladies say, they, they, the, the, the mamas, they will say, oh, now you're finally given birth when you have a baby girl. You know, they, 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 they celebrate their women. Anyway, so according to this, uh, UN situation there that I was reading, ne? they, they're talking, they're saying that more female babies are aborted than males. Now, don't you abort the baby though before three months? So if it's before three months, can you tell the gender by then? How do they know? 
You have a less chance of being educated than if you were a boy. Twice as many girls as boys will never start school. Millions of girls at risk of FGM. Now, I must look up FGM because I don't know what this FGM is. Excuse me, that girls are at a risk of. But that it must be, must be, what is FGM? What a, female genital mutilation. People still do that? Are you kidding me? You know, years ago, um, a couple of years ago, I actually watched uh, a documentary by this lady who, who was filming and following this whole uh, 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 female genital mu- uh, mutilation thing. And one of the old ladies, when asked why they do that, she said, because when a man comes to sleep with you, he mustn't find a penis between your legs. And that's what she was calling the clitoris. And I was like, how is, you know, you know, when you want to sit down, you're like, stupidity and ignorance can make you sit down and, and just reevaluate your own life. Ignorance is dangerous, guys. Cause I, I was, you know, when you're going, when do these people die? When, when do these people die? Because they need to die so that we can clean the minds of those who are left behind. Um, and, and, and I feel that way. Even, even with, with uh, uh, the champions and the people who really gave birth to apartheid, I'm always going, when are those guys going to die? Because they need to die and then we need to kill their spirits as well. We might, we, we, you know you need to kill and destroy. Well, you must kill it at the root. Like there are cancer and it needs to be eradicated. It scares the living shit out of me. I do not want to lie. Yeah? Why must the men find it? And then these these girls get sick because this thing is it's horrible, man. It's I, 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 oh gosh, no. And then some idiot out there will want to compare it to um going to the to going to the mountain. They want to compare it to circumcision, and I'm like, this is not the same thing. Let me explain something very simply that I've learned in my time on this earth as I learn things. The clitoris, guys. Do you know the clitoris is the only organ that is strictly committed to sex? Nothing else. Sexual pleasure. It's just there for pleasure. As in, it has no other function. It's just there for a woman to can enjoy. So they want to take away the enjoyment. Ah, Abafit. Then what is the point? Because it is the man who is supposed to be a uh, 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 king, uh, king, prioritized in this thing. Ah, uh, 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 me, I'm, I'm not, listen. The clit, guys. It's a powerful thing, that thing. It's, you don't understand. You'll never understand unless you're a woman. So I'm not going to bother trying to explain to you. You are more likely to get married young. That's true. And it's sad because then no matter how young you are, there's some old topi out there who's going to marry you. And with this one, what scares me about it is, you know, sometimes not even a thing of forced. It's It's conditioning. It reminds me of when I used to do I used to do these um, shows in underprivileged schools and I would meet these girls, especially in those mining towns, who would literally be living with an older man. And, you know, we'd talk about making the correct life choices, making informed decisions. And one girl put up her hand and she said, we don't have food. We don't have money. Our parents don't work. What do you expect us to do? And I had no response for her because you can tell her, but that's a grant. You know, but they'll tell you, yeah, the grant goes this far. And then what? Because there's five of us in that in that household, two of whom are babies. And that grant just to buy them uh, nappies and milk, the grant is finished. 
you know, and you're not left agreeing with them, but you're left going, what options are we actually giving you? You know what I mean? Yeah, but one in four girl, girls globally are married before they reach 18. That's insane. Each month when you get your period, you could be shunned. That happens to all of us. I mean, how many women in their offices right now have to hide their on their period? You can't even just go, oh, guys, sorry, does anyone have a tampon for me? It's like, oh, my gosh, you just swore. You're so disgusting. Ah, the men want to die. You know, I had a guy once. I asked him to get something out of my purse and he was scared to go into my purse. I'm like, why? He goes, what if there's tampons in there? What if your woman thinks they're in there or your pets? What, what? I'm like, dude, I would never put used things in my purse. But for him, just the existence of the thing, Jay, is like, ah! Anyway. Uh, what else? You're, you had a gr- greater risk of HIV. This is true. Um, girls aged 10 to 14 are more likely than boys to die of AIDS-related illnesses. I mean, you have to factor in rape. I believe it. Worldwide, the biggest killer of girls aged 15 to 19 is suicide. People, I have a daughter. Do you understand that this scares the living bejesus out of me? Yo. They're saying if you make it through school, dodge early marriage and get into paid employment, the odds are you earn less for doing the same job as your male colleagues. <laughs> I, I double dare. I double dare anyone to try and pay me less than the guys I work with pay, get paid. They will, they will meet me. They will meet my wrath. They will meet my ancestors and their own ancestors and it will not end well. Currently, it will take more than 100 years to end inequality between girls and boys. Wow. World leaders have promised they will end it by 2030. Girls of the world will be watching. Halala. 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 Day of the girl. Halala. Halala. But you know, we can't just leave these things to, to, to world leaders and all of this. This is also, it starts with us, eh? Cause these world leaders are just people. You know what we do, guys? We make choices, decisions, and uh, certain actions as nations, as, 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 as countries, and we need to place a face to that choice. And that's for me what leaders are. I don't really believe that they are the brains and the heart. They are the face we put to things. And that's why, uh, uh psychologically with Mandela there, we believed we were great and we were actually achieving great things. Why? Because we had the face and we had the heart. And I'm taking nothing away from what he did, but I'm saying that to have that face, even after he was gone, that face still reminds us of how great we can be, right? So we need to get to that place where we have another one of those faces that reminds us. But we are still the ones who must still do at grassroots level. We must still do something. Because for me, when everybody is watching these violent protests, these hashtag fees must fall protests. I'm going back to that. Yes, very much going back to that after reading this is guys, these things of well, leaders will do this. These great people will do that. That's not their job. These are our lives, our children, our children's children's future and their children's children's future. So it actually starts with us. So we need to also go, what are we doing about it? We're hearing that fees must fall. What are we doing to support the possibility of, of, of getting kids who can't afford to be in school, who deserve to be in school, into school? What are we doing about it? 
How many of us who are alumni are even taking, having conversations as alumni of these universities to say, this is how we support. This is what looks more realistic. This is the language you need to speak to each other to understand the no. If I'm saying no as a university, when you say no more fees, do you, have you found the language to say the no to me so that I understand what you're saying and your no comes with an alternative? My only fear with this country My biggest fear, again, is the hand me, hand me, hand me mentality. We are not a society of handouts. We cannot become a society of handouts. We are doers. And we are Africans. We need African solutions to African problems. Can we agree we've done the Western thing and it's been great? Can we agree that it has not worked for us? Can we agree that we now have to go back and find a way to fix this? Can we fix this before I leave? That's all I'm asking. Today, I'm not hugging a man. Usually, we hug a man. I'm not hugging a man. Today, I'm hugging my country. I'm hugging every patriotic South African who isn't looking at these problems and going, where is my closest ticket or my quickest ticket to Australia, UK, uh, Korea, uh, America? Who is going, let me pull back my sleeves and do something. What are you doing? That's all I want to know. Me, I'm done. I've sipped my tea. I've talked a little bit of cock, more of things that I feel matter to me especially. And I think I've given even myself a lot of food for thought. So let's walk away remembering this this country is freaking amazing. Start working on those mood boards, those mood boards of how amazing this country can be. So you can look at them and remind yourself where we can be and where we're going. Okay. Let's not all get caught up in the gunk and the angst of what's going on. Don't let it pull you down. Don't let it make you less productive as a citizen of this gorgeous country. Me, I love you guys. Continue sipping your tea. I love you. Bye bye. This is Cliffcentral.com.